Boom shakalaka! All right, today what we're gonna talk about is it's uh, this is the Jeff Walker product launch formula with jujitsu style stone soup. So if you guys recognize, you remember the story of stone soup? Uh, what it was is the story is there's these guys, they were, they were um, like military kind of guys. They were traveling, they got into this town and they were like super hungry and they asked people, hey, you got any food? Can we make some like, can we make something this or can we make some like, well actually they were just asking, do you got any food? And of course nobody in this town had food so everybody was totally starving to death and as a result, um, it did not appear that they were actually going to get any food. Well, my word, man, when you're hungry, I'd probably be easier to eat. And so then what they did is they said, all right, well, you know what? If none of you guys have food, that's okay. Because what we'll do is we'll make food for you. And the, the townsmen were like, wait a minute, you're going you're gonna to come into town. And you're gonna actually going to make food for us. And they're like, yes, we are going to make food for you since you guys don't have it. And so he said, what we're going to make today is stone soup. And so they're like, stone soup? What, what the heck? I've never even heard of stone, stone soup. And they're like, oh, it's delicious. You're going to love it. Okay, come on. You guys come on out. We're going to go ahead and make stone soup for you. And they're like, you know, it would actually be really helpful to make this stone soup if we had a cauldron to be able to put, you know, to make the stone soup. And so somebody's like, well, I've never seen stone soup. And so like somebody in the town ran off and grabbed a cauldron and brought it back and say, okay, here's the cauldron. We can now make stone soup. And they're like, yep, all right, that's good. You know, one of the things that would actually help us, let's see if we, let's get some water in here because it would be better if we actually had some water inside this kettle to be able to make the stone soup. And so people, you know, they're like, all right, let's get some water. So they go down to the stream or whatever. They bring back and they put some fluid or water inside this cauldron. And he's like, man, he goes, all right, now we've got the stone soup. And so he's, he's stirring it around and people are like, okay. And he goes, you know, now what we need is we need to go get some really good rocks for this stone soup. And so they go off and they start looking around and they start finding the perfect rocks. These rocks are perfect for making stone soup. So they've got the stones down in there and they're turning it around and he goes, you know, it would actually be helpful if we actually had fire to, to boil it because we've got to get the stone soup warm so it would taste better. And so somebody contributed some wood and then before long they've got this, this stirring, this stone soup coming together. And the guy's like, you know, this stone soup is really good but it tastes better if we had potatoes. I wish we had potatoes because that would really enhance it. But I guess we'll just have it without potatoes this time. And somebody's like, well, I've got potatoes. And so then they went off and they got potatoes and they brought it in. And they're like, wow, this is really coming along. This is smelling good. Man, I sure wish we had carrots. Carrots inside stone soup is absolutely amazing. Like you wouldn't believe how good it tastes with carrots. Somebody's like, well, I'll go get carrots. I've got carrots for stone soup. And what they did is they just kept playing this game saying, it, this would taste amazing with this and amazing with this and amazing with this. Before long, everybody had brought all the ingredients and then they literally cooked up and served up stone soup and everybody thought it was the most delicious meal ever. That is what I'm working on. When I say doing Jeff Walker's product launch formula, what I'm looking at is figuring out how to do this, but how to do it with a product 
where it seems like it's slightly difficult to sell. So that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about how to do a Jeff Walker product launch with Stone Soup. This is where I'm at right here right now. So if you don't know who I am, I'm Mike Morris with Ask Solar Mike. I help homeowners get solar at wholesale prices. I do DIY kits across the entire United States. And here's what I noticed about solar. On the whole, solar is sold door to door, okay? It, there's some people that are out there looking for it, but on the whole, most of the solar went in because a sales guy came, motivated and persuaded somebody to step into getting solar. And so that's kind of how it's evolved. Now, when I start talking about um, stone soup is the thing I've noticed that on solar is, is people, people that get it actually end up loving it, but somebody's got to persuade them to motivate or motivate them to be able to get it. Um, and it's kind of crazy. It's not like, it's like if you got new shoes, you know, it looks really sexy and glamorous, or if you get like a new car or new clothes or, or something like that. Solar system is something that, that you really, you could really, really use, but you're not completely aware you need it. You put it up on your roof. So it's not really a status symbol about looking sexy or hot or anything like that. It's not like buying some cool gun or whatever it is. You know what I mean? And so... It's, it's helping people do something that they need to do, but they don't recognize or realize that they need it. And so you've got to help them create this need. And so what I've been thinking about this is, I've, I've noticed it's been a little bit challenging to figure out how to get people to come through marketing efforts to participate. And so I said, wait, what if I did something different? And this is, this is the train of thought. This is not a fully baked strategy that is completely working. Right now, I'm right here, right here, right now, I'm inside a product launch. I'm inside a product launch, working on creating Stone Soup. So the very first thing I did is, is I said, how, how do I get a community to want to be involved and start participating in creating this Stone Soup? And so what I did is I, I've, I've had a habit of always giving back to my customers. I've given back to my customers. I'm up to 48,000, almost just shy of 49,000 bucks, okay? Um, and so I'm right around 49,000 bucks. And so I said, you know, I have a habit of actually helping people and finding ways to give back. What is it, how could I leverage that to be able to create my stone soup? And so what I did is I went into the community, like every city's got a Facebook community. I went into the community page and I said, look, um, I'm looking for some folks that I can take and sponsor for an upcoming, uh, well, for an upcoming event. I'm looking, so who could I sponsor? Like, do you, do you, are you guys aware of anybody that could use some help or has some needs or something of that nature? And what I noticed is, is a lot of people started messaging and texting me and commenting that so-and-so needs help. This is a cause. Here's another cause. Like, um, I found people that needed help. In fact, what I discovered is, is there's way, way more people that need help than, um, than you might discover possible to help. And so instead of trying to pick and choose necessarily exactly which ones I did, I saw the ones that were kind of more of a hot topic. And I said, okay, I'm going to take it. I'll sponsor them all. Um, but what I'm going to do is I'll, I'll take it and at least focus on these primary ones. But I wanted to start stimulating interest inside the community so that we can come together to sponsor a cause. So like my project is Santa Quinn Community Solar Project, and this is solar for a cause. 
Um, I like the idea of upping the ante and figuring out how to actually go out and sponsor a cause so that we can start doing some more good in the world. Okay, so after I got all of these inputs from folks that I wanted to do, I actually then went back and I started fabricating my website. And since I wanted it to be at the community level, I literally did. I called it the Santa Quinn Community Solar Project because I want to leverage at the community level. And then I said, this is solar for a cause. And I went through and I said, these are the causes that we're working on sponsoring. And after I put that in there, the, the big idea here is, is being able to help people find a way to associate and to connect with what I'm doing. And when I created my website, what I've done is, is because I've actually helped a lot of people, a lot of residents inside that particular community, I wanted people to be able to have social proof or be able to recognize people that I've helped. So if they have a question about solar, they could literally contact them. And that way, if they talk to them, I have a way of generating a referral commission for them. But that was the big idea is I wanted to be able to put it on there so you've got elements of social proof. You can see people that are helped. But at the same time, I want to stimulate my customer base to say, oh, snap, I am featured on your website. And if somebody gets solar from you during this event, then they get a referral commission. So I'm trying to figure out how to make, make it possible for my customers to make passive income without actually having to do, so to speak, any work. Okay, so I did that. So that's element number one. I found a cause, I took that cause, I tied it to my website. Element number two, I called the community or I called the, the Facebook page in the event after the name of that particular community. Okay, inside that, because I want people to attend the events, I started doing, looks like one of my lights just gave up. It's a good thing it did it now instead of tomorrow when I'm doing a Facebook Live. Okay, so um, I, I put it inside, or I lost my train of thought. So I've got my Facebook group with the community name. Then I wanted people to come, so I, start, I provided gifts, like things that I'm going to give away. I started giving away $250 um, gifts at the event. You had to attend live. And I encouraged people when they came to the event to like, hey, I'm doing a giveaway right here. Um, take and give me some comments below. Just start giving me some comments because I'm going to start counting down to 10 and I want to know who's online so I can see who's participating and I'm just going to stop somewhere between um, now and 10 and the last comment that I see, that's the person that's going to take and win the, the, this, this gift or this prize, okay? And so I did it and, and it really did. It caused people to start commenting and so like when they do that, it creates social proof, okay? It also creates proof that somebody's actually watching the video, therefore it deserves to be watched. Um, so I created that. Um, the other thing I did on this stone soup, I'm just trying to find ways to, to suck people into it. Um, trying to find ways to promote my customers so that they can be participate as affiliates, trying to find a cause that people can get behind and support. And I'm trying to name the community or name it after a community so that people can start stepping in and saying, wow, I want to participate in this community event. So that's, that's what I did to get some attention because I've got to find a way to get in front of traffic. Um, what I did is I did, I created some Facebook ads, um, put those Facebook ads out there and it, it did, it, it increased and put traffic on my particular website. 
So I did the Facebook ads during this event, and the event is still going, so it's not it's not done. But I did the Facebook ads. Then I went out there and I I like keywords in Google. Like if somebody sees like the Santa Quinn Community Solar Project, I had Google. Um, I bought those keywords on Google so that I could make sure that if you did a search of that nature in a different combinations of words, that my event popped up so then you could click on it and come and participate. So I bought those words. Um, one of the things I did to be able to start trying to hack some traffic is there's all of these yard sales. There's all of these different Facebook yard sale groups in surrounding areas. And I went in there and I put content and copy in there. Like I, I did, a, the one I did is a picture of uh, a bull getting milked by President Obama. And then it had a picture that said, it's like, um, the, the, like President Obama, his comment is, I think we could get a little bit more money out of him. And he was like the utility company. And it, it was a little bit of humor causing people to laugh, but it allowed me to get a message out in front of different uh, elements or audiences of traffic. And so that was, that was it. That was interesting. That's kind of my product launch formula trying to create stone soup. Um, there's, there's things that I did right. There's things that I did wrong. Um, so I'll tell you the things that I did right so far, and I can show you the things that I did wrong. Um, one thing that I realized is when I had somebody come in and opt in, I realized that I probably asked for way too much information because um, I wanted like I wanted city, state. I was concerned about a whole bunch of elements that I wanted to make sure people participated in. Because like one of the one of the things that I try to create stone soup with is like if you just participated, I would do a five dollar donation per event for every person that participated to the cause of your choice. And I was a little bit concerned because. Like, I could actually end up giving away a substantial amount of money, and if I made no sales, then it would really suck. Um, I noticed that it really wasn't that big of a concern because as much as I wanted 10,000 people to show up, that didn't happen. Um, I, so I am going to make a, a donation and contribute to some of these different causes because some people did show up. But I think I, one mistake I made is I went back to my opt-in for it instead of having like 10 different things that you need to fill out. I literally reduced it down to three, like first name, last name, give me your email address. Then once you enter this, then I take you to the Facebook page where you can join the Facebook page. That way at least I got your name and your email so I could actually send you a set of emails. Um, so that's one thing. Simplify the page, make registration much easier. Um, Let's see, number two, uh, this is where I, I choked up and I made a mistake is I was trying to, I was setting budgets inside my campaign, inside Facebook, and what I didn't realize is that I, the way I had structured my budgets, um, I put, I, I set a budget uh, at a hundred bucks, so, because this is only like a 10-day product launch, that Jeff Walker, his, seems like his, his favorite number is a 10-day product launch. So I did, uh, I set it at 10 days, um, but what happened is, is when I, I, I was, I think I was thinking along the line is, is for that particular ad, I only wanted $100 allocated to it. But what happened is, is that ad actually, the, the budget was set at a higher level, not, not at the individual ad level, but it was set at one step above it. So in the end, I had like four ads 
that we're all being are all tapping the exact same 100 bucks. So in the end, I literally throttled back my traffic by accidentally misallocating my Facebook budget. So uh, yesterday night, I went in, I saw that, I was like, why is Facebook not putting my, my message out in front of more people? Like I was getting crazy high traffic there for a bit and then all of a sudden it just dropped off the planet. And I'm like, what in the world happened? And that's what it was, is I had my budget misallocated. Um, learning experience that I had, another one, is there's key folks on my team um, that uh, one got sick, and I understand why that one wasn't there. The other one felt like that they had to provide care, which means they stopped working. So as a result, like video, content, stuff that I needed to make this launch go better wasn't there. And so the thing I discovered is, is when you do a launch like this, that the absence of key personnel participating is like very expensive. Um, this, it, this could have probably, like I, you don't know, this could have gone, in my opinion, substantially better had I been able to create the content that I needed, but the absence of key people showing up to the job actually, I think, hurt me a lot. So um, that's that's lesson learned is I've got to figure out how to mitigate um, mitigate single points of failure in my staff structure. So that if one person doesn't show up, it doesn't cause a significant impact on the quality of the event. So that's. Let's see, the other thing, here. oh, here's one thing I've noticed. Like on, on affiliates, boy, I tell you what, um, that, that, that's a section that needs work because I, I had actually called up specifically and talked to customers, hey, are you willing to promote this? Hey, are you willing to do this? And I've got some that are doing, they're raising their hand a little bit and they're participating a little bit. But I guess the thing I'm noticing is, is on a launch, it appears that you need to have a lot of redundancy in methods to get your message out. So the idea of having Google, having Google set up properly so it's optimized for keywords to get people to your page. Um, having images and content that you can share inside of these groups, actually that would be better have to have created before the event so that a key man didn't not showing up would actually have a significant impact. That was a lesson learned. Um, watching or paying attention to the budget on Facebook. Um, accidentally throttling back the traffic from what, what it should have been because I, I, I set my budgets incorrect. Um, another lesson learned is, um, yeah, I, probably just some preparation getting that stuff in place. Um, not, not, not requiring or having customers participate or having your affiliates participate being like, I think that that's probably one of the best ways to get some momentum and to get some traffic. Russell Brunson talks about that. But when I'm, when I'm doing a grassroots thing where I don't know that I necessarily have, I, maybe, I, maybe I need to pay more attention. I've got to go figure out who my dream 100 is so that I can get better influencers to be able to contribute. I'm picking on, I'm work, not picking on, I'm, I've selected a city, and inside this city, like one of the things that's good about this event is I, I discovered people inside the city that are more of the shakers and movers. 
Um, that was good. One good thing that came out of the event so far is I used the city's logo inside my content. And the city manager um, got a little miffed at me. Um, he's like, Mike, you go, he goes, you gotta stop using that logo because it's not a city sponsored event, which it did not break my heart. What I did like about that is, is I swear some attention's good, like positive attention's good, and as much as you might not think, uh, bad attention or negative attention can also be good because it still allows people to become exposed to you. It still gets your voice out there. So the fact that he sent me this message and he's like, Mike, stop using that. He now knows my name. He now knows exactly who I am. So the thing I knew once he sent me that message, that the, the, my very first message back to him, he was going to read the message in its entirety. And since I knew that, I took and I made sure I, I did my best to carefully select the words so that I could craft it in such a way that he would see that I'm bringing value to the community. And he, he responded back. He said something to the tune of, you know what, that's great. I love that you're sponsoring causes, this, that. And he acknowledged exactly what I wanted him to acknowledge. I am giving customers wholesale deals. I am doing, I am sponsoring causes inside the city and I'm giving back. I'm not some greedy SOB that just tries to take, 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 take. So I am giving back to the community. And he acknowledged those inside his text message back to me. So those were positive elements. I now also, uh, as a result of posting inside the area, I now know who, I guess I could have found it out anyways, but because I posted it in there and people saw my content, so like the admins of those Facebook groups, it gave me exposure to the admins so that I could go back to the admins. Like I'll probably either call them or go to their house directly or something, but somehow I want to start cultivating and forging a relationship with these guys that created the communities so we can have, so we can have communication and stuff. Like one guy, for example, he is all about sponsoring causes. He's all about trying to help people get some momentum in life because like he, he was the one that he wanted, he is actually throwing with the city of Payson. He's actually sponsoring an event where they're hosting a dinner. Um, like he's got the fire department. He's got several different organizations and fire departments and stuff all coming together for this event to be able to generate a fundraiser to be able to fund or sponsor this individual inside the community that needs help, okay? So this is the same guy that I'm sponsoring. Um, but it opened up a window so that I could actually have a communication and a connection with him. So him and I had been able to communicate back and forth. So there, there's some lessons learned. The, the, big, the big reason I wanted to do it the way I was doing it is when I say jujitsu style, like if you go and you study the art of jujitsu, what it is is being able to take somebody's energy or somebody's weight or somebody's strength and then taking it, turning it uh, against themselves, right? Um, what I know is, is when I went into this community, I started putting solar up on people's houses about half the price than all of like normal retail solar companies. Then all of these solar companies, they started coming into the community and they started using my clients as the social proof that their clients should be buying solar from them, not realizing that my clients got it at about half the price of what they're selling it to their clients at. 
So they're making a tremendous amount of money. Let me give you an example. They're, uh, not last night, Mon Monday night. Um, I put solar, I got, I got a, an individual signed up with solar. Okay, he needed a lot of solar panels. Um, the, the company that was competing with me quoted him 58,000 bucks for his solar system. Okay, I came in at 30. So I was $28,000 difference to this particular uh, customer. And when they saw that, they're like, holy cow. Um, and so then obviously they went with me. He's like, for $28,000 less, he goes, dude, I'm just totally gonna go with you. And I'm like, I know, that's, I, that's, that's very typical. That's what, that's what I run into a lot. Um, and so now that, now that he's taking and he's working with me, I said, how do I take and use all of these door knocking companies? How do I take and I use their strength against them? Because they're in numbers inside the community. They're in numbers knocking it. So on the Community Solar Project, I said, hey, if you've got somebody that door knocked your house or came to your house or you've got a quote and you've been thinking about solar, I'm like, stop, stop everything. Stop, 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 stop. Take and attend this live event. Come participate. Be involved in it. See what's going on. Because in this live event, I'm going to show you my pricing so that you can see it. And the big idea here is the jujitsu. Allow them to knock the doors, to generate interest inside the customers, and then show the customers a deal that's about half the price and say, wouldn't that be better? Here's all the people that I've helped that got solar. And so that's what I talk about when I say jujitsu. That's what I'm talking about when I say trying to pull this or culminate this together inside stone soup, trying to find something that that actually stimulates and motivates people. And so that's what I did. So I've got, I've got some learn, things that I've learned. I've got things that didn't work right. I've got things that worked well. Um, like one thing that worked very well is my blogger wrote up a blog about, um, about the event and the event being an event of giving. And that, that blog actually got a lot of attention. It got a lot of reception. So it was good and it was different than what all my competition's doing. One thing that is becoming very, very clear to me, um, Russell Brunson's talked about this, is you've got to discover your own proprietary thing. Something that's proprietary. And so on my solar system, I called it the end game solar system. And like, I've got to work on this and I've got to continue developing it out because like, like I was joking with my kids the other day. You remember one of my other podcasts. I said, would you guys rather have chicken wings or buffalo wings? And they're like, well, I'd rather have buffalo wings, right? Same thing. But the name caused you to be very interested in it. And so I'm like, I've got to figure out how to name my stuff. And I've named it. Now I've got to figure out, I've got to start taking and talking about my thing. Talking about the end game, the end game solar system. Because the way I've organized my particular solar system is I use the only solar panel in the marketplace that's got a 30-year warranty. Like the, the average, the normal product inside the, the solar space has got a 25-year warranty. So my warranty is 20 years longer. It's 50 years or, or 30 years. The normal battery in the marketplace is a 10-year warranty. So the battery I like to use has got a 10-year warranty also but it's the only battery I've been able to find where you can get an extended warranty on it out to 25 years. Um, no other battery does it. In fact, the data shows 
that virtually every single battery on the market that's out there except one will actually just after the 10 year mark it will no longer function so in the end a customer who wanted one would actually end up having to buy three batteries oh my gosh just <coughs> oh my goodness um, a customer would actually have to buy three batteries to accomplish what my one battery could do because it actually has they're willing to put a 25 year warranty on it you see what i'm saying and so they're they're what i'm offering is unique but i've got I'm, I'm i need to start talking about packaging it unique so that you know what the thing is like steve jobs when he did his iphone he went and found a a, a product that allowed him to store data on a disc um, he went like he, had, he invented this thing, it was really cool, but really what he did is he brought together a whole collection of other products, assembled them together into a single product, then pulled out the iPod and said, this is an iPod, which was literally a collection of other products. And so that's what I've got to do with my stuff is just pull together this collection of products, give it a name, and then help people understand why they need to have this thing. And I think that would actually contribute a lot to my project launch. So anyway, that is, that's what I'm talking about. A Jeff Walker product launch using jujitsu, turning your competition strength against them, doing stone soup by sucking, by finding causes that would draw people in and suck them in on a product that I don't think on the whole people are like actively going after. Now, in my opinion, everybody ought to have solar because it's stupid. You look at inflation, you look at where the economy is going, you look at the rate increases, you look at the cost of rebuilding out the infrastructure, it's going to be extremely expensive. The big idea here is um, being able to help people in a way that, that sucks them into it, which is where I came together with this Jeff Walker product launch formula. Anyway, you can go, go, go to my website, AskSolarMike.com. Go, go over there, check it out, see what I'm doing, see how I'm doing it, um, see what kind of other events I'm going to do. And like you can take and look at, uh, I mean, look at how my, my page is set up. My page is modeled after a page that I know, I know that works very well. Um, and see how I've got it set up. You can go in there and you can see my solar systems. You can see my configurations. You can see how I'm starting to brand things. You can see, you can see literally my process to being able to take this, this business and making it so that it starts converting and working online. Anyway, you can go to AskSolarMike.com, check it out, and I will talk to you later.